So last time on Late End Legends, the three of you made your way back into the city of Renlin, where you found that things were back to normal. There's nobody laying on the ground, nobody sleeping, everybody was up and walking around, and those who you kind of spoke with or kind of were around didn't seem to have much of an inclination on what happened in the past day, let alone the past week or so. You spent some time kind of searching for Giovanni's sister, but you didn't really find her. You lost her trail in some of the worst streets in the city. Then Val and Giovanni decided to split with Mordecai while Mordecai continued to investigate and look for Mames. And Val and Giovanni went back to the garrison where you guys hadn't been for, well, I guess a night. Uh, but you made your way back there, and you met with Captain Jen, but along the way, you were getting kind of hints here and there that, you know, not everything is exactly where you left off. Some things are not the same. And this is where we left off. We had Mordecai running into Lieutenant Black, and we had Val and Giovanni running into Captain Jen, and you noticed that nobody knows who Val is and nobody knows who Lieutenant Black is. And now, I hand it off to you three. So Mordecai, Lieutenant Black has run up to you, and she's kind of panting. She kind of looks a little bit off. You haven't really looked into her or investigated what she looks like right now, but you could see that she certainly looks a little worse for wear. And I remember her. Yeah. Mordecai, in a weird way, you remember her. Okay, just making sure that no timey-wimey shenanigans had befell Mordecai's pristine mind. Uh. <laughs> no, your mind is a steel trap as ever. Now, if memory recalls, she came out of an alleyway, and w was she bloodied or injured? Well, could I have you roll a perception check? Of course. Fifteen. Okay, so you can tell that Lieutenant Black doesn't seem to be bloodied, or there's nothing obvious that seems like she's been injured. Her clothes certainly seem more ratty. They seem like they haven't maybe been to a fantasy dry cleaner in a few days. Mm -hmm. And she kind of is limping towards you, which makes you think that she might be injured, but it could also be that she is just exhausted. Okay. Oi, uh, boss, is that you? Are you okay? Mordecai. Mordecai, you you remember me, right? Mordecai, you remember me. Okay, you, you And sound... you can see that she's quite <laughs> exasperated, and she reaches up, and she grabs your shoulders, and she's like, you remember me, right? Take a breath, yes, of course. Okay, she lets go and kind of takes, like, a step back and then slumps against the wall. Jesus, personal space. I mean, that was in the HR packet. I'm afraid we have a lot more to worry about than HR, Mordecai. Uh, fair enough. Uh, what's, what's wrong with you? What are you talking about? Nobody remembers you? No, nobody remembers me. I don't know what happened, but I woke up at my desk. And just nobody had any idea who I was. I went up to the, the guards that were there. I went to, like, my peers. My peers that I had seen. Nobody remembered me. Captain Jen didn't remember me. I mean, uh, Captain Jen's usually got a lot on her plate, so, uh... Now, what the hell am I doing making excuses for? That's weird. Um... Yeah, Mordecai. 
that's weird. Uh, fair enough. Uh, are, are you hurt in any way yet? You were you were limping. I I I feel like I've been living on the street for days, but it doesn't <laughs> feel like it's been days. I mean, here <laughs> I'm gonna give her a health potion and be like, eh, maybe you take this. Uh, you know, fix you up real quick. Okay. Thank you. And she takes the potion from your hand, and she drinks it, and you can see that she kind of perks up a little bit. She doesn't seem quite as exhausted as she was a moment before. And she gestures at you with the glass bottle, and she said, Thank you. Thanks. Uh, no worries. Uh, I I got more. Um, I'm going to reach into my pocket, and I'll pull out my um, Stone of Far speech and see if I can reach the guys on it. Ooh, good idea. Okay. Uh, can you remind me what the range is for Phone of Far speech? No idea. I'll say it's a thousand feet, and we'll go back, and we'll let you be able to um, call the guys over at the garrison. Okay. Thousand feet or thousand meters? <laughs> well, I've been using feet. Yeah, feet, but a like, thousand feet is nothing. Like that's like make it a square mile, then not a. Uh... Sure. Well, Wait, it's a, it's a like, circular like... Or circular. No, it's a, a, it's an okay. ovular mile. Like you can <laughs> see a kilometer. You know what I'm saying? Like like you can you can holler a kilometer. Yeah, just make like, it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's a thousand feet, okay? Because there's five thousand two hundred eighty feet in a mile. Yeah, that's so well, you're not <laughs> you're trying to upsell me on an extra five times the distance well, I'm giving no, you. Like, we're we're getting a little hung up on just the distance, I think. Like, yeah, that's like, the, yeah, you are. You're getting hung up on the distance. <laughs> so does that mean from where I am down by the docks that I'd be able to reach the them at the garrison? Yeah, so we'll say that where you are in kind of the the alleys of the docks, you're about a thousand feet away from the garrison. Cool. Not a particularly long distance, but you know enough that say you only had like the phone of fart speech uh, mark one, you oh, would only course. be able to yeah, you'd only be able to get like sure. maybe five hundred feet. Virgin for the the mark S five uh, three. Yeah, they come out with a new one every year. A thousand feet, just for reference, is about three hundred four meters. <laughs> <laughs> that, that helps anyone with the that's what I'm, that's what I'm posts. I'm gonna cut this all out. <laughs> no, this is good. This is lore building. All right, so <laughs> I take out the stone of fire speech. I open my arcane uh, pores. I don't know. Okay, uh, you fucking call them. You call, call them. them. All of a sudden, uh, Val and Giovanni, you were standing in an office with Captain Jen, looking up at Val, looking at him, having only said a moment ago, "I don't know who you are." Your pockets start vibrating. Can I pick it up and answer discreetly? Um, I'm going to have you make a stealth check because, I mean, this whole thing is going to be you being stealthy. Sure. Geo uh, could be pretty stealthy. Excuse me, what? I'm, I'm picturing Geo just like holding up a finger and turning around. Just, up, 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 up. Six. Okay, so you very obviously like shove your hand into your pocket and then like pull it out and you just go, hello? <laughs> There's nothing stealthy about what happened. Hail and well met. You're speaking with Giovanni de Chambray via the Stone of Far speech. What can I do? Uh, I got his machine. Uh. <laughs> nope, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Gio, uh, I haven't found your sister yet, but uh, I, I run into Lieutenant Black and she's saying uh, nobody knows who she is. Uh, I don't know what to do. Ah, we're having a similar conundrum over here. Yeah, she said something about Captain Jen not knowing who she was, even though she woke up at a desk and has got a badge and, you know. Where where are you right now? I'm still down by the docks. You know, I gave all those children the money to go find your sister. I was going to wait here. Perfect. I'll be right with you. 
Oh, so just stay put. Okay. Stay, no. stay put. No worries. Okay, and now we're going to transition over to Giovanni and Val. That seems like a great segue. What do you do? Just, if this was a, if this was a, a TV show, would there be like oh, the phone be a phone cord wipe. split screen yeah. between us? And then it would push just over. Just slide over. Yeah. And it's just okay. focused on you now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Captain Black, uh, like I was saying, this is this is uh, my new informant, Val, who uh, works on who's, the streets. Who's... Who's Captain Black? Sorry, I meant uh shit, what's it? What's Captain her name? Jen. Jen. <laughs> Are you saying this in character? <laughs> no. <laughs> now she's gonna freak out because you can't remember her. <laughs> she, she's a captain, right? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Captain, you must forgive me. Um like I was saying, this is an informant uh who I found who we're going to utilize uh in building a stronger case against Frederick Bolster. So, very excited about all that. I'll be on my way now. Uh, uh, Giovanni, could I have you roll a deception check? Can I aid it in any way? Like, just, uh, like, just, um, please, please, God. (laughs) (laughs) If you're just nodding, I'm going to say no. Okay. But it's like a hype man nod. It's like, just try and jump on. That was good. That was good. A good cover. Let's see if it pays off. Um, Val's your CI. Ooh, not 20 on the deception. Very nice. Um, Okay, was that all you came in to see me about? Uh, yes, as of right now, yes, that is all I have to report. Um, Pleasure to be part of the team. Uh, okay, uh, we'll talk about that badge, I guess, that you have. Um, go. Gio, are those, are those new gloves? Uh, these old things, uh, family <laughs> gift. Oh, okay. Uh, well, um, it was good seeing you, glad to have you back and uh i'm sorry what was your name uh valerius uh valerius okay well uh pleasure to meet you uh geo you know the routine um get him signed up get him some of those forms and we'll uh touch base again later i suppose of course have a good day all right good goodbye and the two of you turn around and promptly leave captain jen's office val i i I don't have to explain anything to you about what the the plan is that you kind of picked it up there a hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. No, that was good. I was, I was going to go in a long winded, don't you remember me? <laughs> but I mean, to what point in purpose, you know, obviously. Yeah. I think we need, we need to figure out what kind of thing we're dealing with. You know, if it's like a magical, I'm sure it's magical, but mm-hmm. like what type and how the where's, what's, yeah. how's and why's. It's just, it's magic. the drinking water. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's not magic. <laughs> yeah. Always the sewers. It's the, it's the, it's the fluoride. I've been telling everybody for years. Okay, all right, so um, then I suppose you're going to go with your plan and meet up with Mordecai then? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to swing by the storehouse on the way out, though, and just drop off the gloves. Okay. Um, so I am not, actually. Pardon? I'm, I'm not going to go by the storehouse. I'm just gonna, I'll wait for you outside the garrison. That sounds good. Okay, uh, so the two of you kind of split up for a second. Uh, Val, you make your way out, and you can see that some of the guards are just kind of looking you over as you walk out, but you eventually make your way to stand outside of the garrison. Uh, Giovanni, you make your way to Nathan's shop, where you see Nathan is at the back of the room. He has his fire going in his usual fireplace, and he's kind of tinkering away at something and and taking some notes in his giant notebook. I'll bet. Uh, Good day, Nathan. (laughs) Uh, I found these gloves... um, in the streets, and I remember seeing them in the store, so I thought I'd return them. I'm so proud of Giovanni. All right, could I have you roll a deception check? Oh. 12. 
Um, okay. Just leave them on my desk. They look a little dirty. I guess I have to clean them up. Not quite sure how they got there, but thanks for bringing them. One, and you can see he's things. just making, like, unblinking eye contact with you the whole time he's speaking. One of those things best left un, uh, unsolved, I'd say. Here's a, a couple pieces of gold for your trouble, and I'll give him nine pieces of gold. <laughs> uh, why did you give me nine pieces of gold? Oh, you just work so hard, and you do such a good job supplying everybody, and I feel like people aren't usually very thankful for you. Giovanni, I can't help but feel like you stole these, and you are now trying to pay me some kind of tip. Hush money. No, I would be paying you much more than that if I was trying to do it, or just buy the gloves outright. I'm very wealthy, I'll have you know. Did you want to buy the gloves? No, keep them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And he, I I don't know, I guess you put it down on his little work table? Do you, do you have anything else for sale that might interest a paladin? Uh, well, you're welcome to peruse my shop, as you often do. G- Gio's just really making a show of pretending that he's, uh... He's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, looking at, like, oh, I don't, uh, trying to purchase something? I don't wear leather armor, but if I did, I'd wear this. It's very nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually looking at the shop item list, and I the last item on here says deck of many bees, and I do not recall adding that. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, it, there's has to be seen. There's no description of it. There's nothing. It just says deck of many bees. How much is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember putting this here. Barter. Barter with Nathan. I love this. Nathan, pray tell. How, how many pieces of gold for this deck of bees? Oh, give me a second here so I can figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this, and how much do I want to charge it's a for deck it? of 52 cards, and each one summons a bee? That's very... 52 pickup, and then you get attacked That's by bees. actually awesome. Right? It just that summons awesome. a swarm of bees. Uh, okay. Or just summons an angry spirit of Nicolas Cage getting killed by bees. <laughs> I do not... Like, I'm looking online, and I can't find anyone who has written anything like this. So, yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Uh, this deck... You can you can use a card to summon a single little bee. Can you use them all at the same time? Yes. I'll buy it. You have to declare how many you're going to use, and um, once each card is used, it's used. It's done. What type of bees are we talking about here? Are we talking about your standard honeybee or like a Japanese hornet? I'm thinking more along the lines of like a uh, carpenter bee. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So carpenter bees are a little bit chunkier, and they're also somewhat aggressive and territorial. So there you go. They're not harmful though. Yeah. Like they don't like just they're just like honeybees, and much they can hurt you. Um, but you know, <laughs> fifty-two of them will do damage. They just so yeah, yeah. No, that's good. They still a little more more control of space, shake things up in a, in an area a little bit. Say so like one bee sting is like one d six or something. Keep it simple. Uh, no, that's, that's going to be lower than that. It's going to be no, like I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. Yeah. Do that. What no. if the person turns out to be allergic to bees? That's mm. very different. Double damage bee vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say each bee does one d two damage. Yeah. Times that by fifty two. <laughs> it's 104 damage if you roll right or 52 uh so this is 100 gold pieces for this deck you get 52 bees but you can buy this deck again that is so cool oh it's not even a rare item and it costs a hundred dollars well yeah 
Well, you got to think about the magic that goes into, you know, putting the bee inside the card. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to put a bee in a card? Man. It's like two, 1.95 gold a bee, though. I mean. Yeah. You got to capture the bee first. Then you got to write the spell on the card. Then you got to put the two in the same room. Bees don't grow on trees, man. Well, they grow on hives, but that's besides the point. Nathan Goods, uh, uh, I would be interested in purchasing this deck. But perhaps as a finder's fee for returning those gauntlets, you would consider knocking 20 gold off the asking price? Uh, <laughs> bold. Here's what I'll do. I'll take nine gold pieces off the asking price. So 91 gold pieces. Ah, another successful barter for Giovanni. <laughs> okay, so you're buying it for 100 gold pieces? Yeah, I'll buy it for 100 gold pieces. Okay. The deal is struck. Okay, you shake his little hand and... 91 gold pieces. Yeah, but nine already, yep. the, the nine gold was also his bribe. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, oh, well, Nathan oh, doesn't care about the bribe at all. He just needs to keep, like, financially everything accounted for, so this adds up in his head. Okay, there you go. Is it 52 B cards? Yeah, you have 52 B cards, and each card summons a B that does 1D2 damage. Awesome. I love that. That is so cool. I have no memory of making this thing. This may have been—I may have been drunk with uh, Brandon, and uh, we were just talking about like funny things we could do. The best, best way. Okay, there you go. So you have acquired the deck of many bees. Wonderful. Well, have a great day. Uh, must be on my way now. Okay. Goodbye. And you leave. And I imagine you make your way out of the garrison and meet up with Val. Yep, sounds good. Okay, so that's exactly what you do. Uh, you tee up with Val, and are you guys just going straight to Mordecai? Yeah, as quick as we can. Okay. All right, so the two of you make your way down the streets. Uh, I think that we left off, it was maybe getting to, like, early afternoon at this point. Yeah. We'll say that this is maybe about 1.32 o'clock. And you see Mordecai. He's standing there in the middle of this alleyway. And you can see a dark figure standing across from them. Yep. Uh, Mordecai is just standing there tossing a coin purse up and down, waiting for his kid spies to come back with any news about memes. Fair enough. How much gold did you offer those kids? I think it was like 30. Okay. It's like 15 B cards. With <laughs> <laughs> Not only does Giovanni measure time in Fortnites, but now he measures money in bees. No, that's, that's John, not Giovanni. This <laughs> um, economy's whack. Should we do the uh, the old uh, intro- introductions or reintroductions with Val and Captain Jen? Who? Captain Black. Sorry, Captain Black. Oh my god. Lieutenant Black. Lieutenant Black. Lieutenant Black. I can't <laughs> Some chain of command. Ugh. Name, rank, serial number. <laughs> hey, guys, over here. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll motion to uh, Lieutenant Black that uh, they're they're walking over to us. Just like, hey, uh, these are the guys I was telling you about. Yeah. You remember them, right? Yeah, it's Val and Giovanni. Well, I gotta make sure. I mean, you said people don't remember you. I don't know how much you remember of anyone yeah, well, else. As far as I, I can mean, tell, I remember everything I remembered before. Though, I suppose I wouldn't know, would I? But I know them. Good day, Lieutenant Black. Hail and well met. Hello, Giovanni. There we go. And Val. I heard you're having a trouble with people not remembering you. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. I'm very happy you guys can remember me, although I don't know why, but I'll take this as I can. 
Do you recall our friend Val here? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, introduced it's, herself. It's Val. Yeah, yeah. I'm having the same trouble. With him, he's right? always like catcalling me and stuff. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I mean, usually he's in the shape yeah. of a cat when he does it, but you know, that's. Uh, I mean, that just makes anyways. it all the weirder. That's <laughs> <laughs> more strange. Anyways, uh, guys, I was I was bringing Lieutenant back up to speed uh, about us fighting a giant sand monster that was making people fall asleep. Now, did you? Did you uh, actually tell her that? Yes. That, that's what I was doing while we were waiting for them to show okay. up. Okay. Waiting? So what happened to you guys? Like, how can you remember me? Like, I know that we sent you on a ship, and then next thing I know, I'm waking up, and you guys are the only ones who remember me. Uh, we went through a portal through the Feywild? It's a long story. Oh, Okay. I, I feel like I explained this last time. I don't have the heart yeah, to keep I doing it. <laughs> went through a portal through the Feywild. Val is now uh, the pet of a Fey being named Hans. I mean, uh, uh, comrade of... Champion. Yes. We found a crystal. Everybody in town was asleep. Something was possessing their bodies one by one, taunting us. Uh, tracked it down. It was some giant sand monster. Um, and I'm pretty sure we killed it. And then everybody woke up the next day. Okay. That sounds crazy, but it's been a bit of a weird day, so... We did... uh, Giovanni, we did open a box when we fought that thing, right? At the end, we opened a box, and it said, uh... (sighs) Shit, what did it say? I don't remember. I don't recall either. Something like, uh... It, this isn't over, or uh, you still have the box on you, by the way. Like you can, you I can do. Just, yeah, you took it with you. <laughs> oh, let's open it up. Flashback to last Aren't season finale. It. He opened up the box, and inside it was a a very very old note that, in like hundreds of different languages, was saying you didn't think it would be that easy, did you? Mm. Yeah, lo- looking back upon that memory, it appears they were correct. So we obviously missed something. Or perhaps we did not miss anything and we're exactly where we need to be right now. With two people's memories erased? Well, that's not, we can't keep track of everyone's memory. From an entire city. I, I'm only good at focusing on the, the micro aspects of adventuring and questing, like slaying beasts and... Uh, that's fair. Just slaughtering goblins <laughs> and rat people. You know, man, I've met some nice goblins. They're not all bad. They're all they're all chaotic evil, are they not? No, no, no. Oh. There's a nice cobbler goblin just outside a city, man. He's great. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, you can see that throughout this uh, conversation, Lieutenant Black is just kind of like looking at the two of you and then kind of looks like she's thinking about something. And then she looks down at her feet and she looks back up at Val and then she turns to the rest of you, all of you now, and she says, I I have to check something. I'll be right back. And she turns around. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> you shouldn't go and alone. She turns around and, ru- well, and starts running going? away. Are you doing anything? Ah, shit. Yes. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm jump tackle her. Are you yeah. Are you actually jump tackling her? <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, like, we need yeah, answers. And you broke her neck. Now she's dead. I'm not going to break her neck. Do a dexterity check. You're wearing full plate mail. They don't crush her. Seven. Okay, you go, you jump at her, and you end up just, like, falling just short of her <laughs> as she runs down the alleyway. Well, I'm not going to be able to, my, my logic on that was I'm not going to be able to catch up with her, because she's much more nimble than I, so I thought this would be my only chance to grab her. Wait! 
I'll be right back. You can kind of hear her just yelling down the alleyway. Kind of want to throw a rock in my sling and try to aim for her <laughs> leg. But... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You know, Gio, though, I got to say, if, she, if she's going to say that she's going to be right back if you tried to fly and tackle her, I kind of believe her now. Mm. Yeah, I think you'd say anything to avoid further violence, though. <laughs> <laughs> Coward. <sighs> I don't know. You, it's you guys, I, I shot my shot at you guys' go. Let me go with you. Um, she's already running away. If you want to, you can chase after her, but... Yeah, I'll chase her. Val, you have the best chance of catching up with her, too. Yeah, I'm a, I'll chase her. Okay, uh, so Val, you run off down the alleyway, chasing after Lieutenant Black, and uh, Mordecai, I guess you just kind of stand next to Giovanni, who has collapsed onto the ground. <laughs> I'll pat him on the shoulder and be like, yeah, you tried. Come on, let's get you up. <laughs> Should we slowly follow them? Um, All right, Val, could I have you roll an athletics check? Oh, negative one. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is less about dexterity and more about physical stamina. Oh, when in doubt, you can become an animal that's faster than you, so don't worry. This is true. You were a dog once already today. I, I was saying yeah. I was dogging it, but I was, I've literally been a dog today. I mean, you could be a dog again, but I think that uses up your dog quota. Yeah, it would. You get, uh, like, what, how many plus your druid level or something, right? So I also I didn't return that wild shape armor yet, so I, I forget what that Ooh. does exactly. I don't think I have that in my inventory either. That just that gives you armor when you are a animal. So it adds some armor to it. It's just armor then. Yeah. I'm uh, going to turn into a bear with armor. That actually sounds pretty rad. I take it she's pulling away from me then with my five. Sort of. You can see that she is certainly, um, uh, you're having difficulty gaining on her rather. And she is running down. She's running in the direction of further into the docks, like some of the more crustier areas of this town. Based off of your own experience, you can actually kind of tell that this is the area where some of, like, criminal enterprises are active, such as Bolster. Sure. Uh, she doesn't seem to be heading directly towards Bolster, but you can see that she is heading further and further into this area. And you're kind of starting to lose track of her as she keeps turning around alleyways before you're able to catch up. But eventually, you do end up catching up to her because she stopped outside of a door. Okay. It's a very old building, all wood. Uh, it doesn't have the nice stone features that many of the buildings in this town have. You can see that this is not cared for either. It needs a maybe a coat of stain or paint. And there's a door in front of her, and the door is open. And she pauses for a second, and her hand kind of goes down to her waist, where you know her sword is, and then she steps into the room, out of your vision. Jeez. Okay, well, I'm glad I tagged along then. Um, I want to transform into a rat. All right. So I guess you kind of close the distance a bit, and then you turn yourself into a rat. Yep. Classic Val. <laughs> uh, so your speed is slower as a rat. You can only travel 20 feet yep. versus the 30 feet of a humanoid, which is weird. Still seems fast for a rat. But anyways, um, I guess rats are fast. <laughs> rats are fast. I had a question about that because rats have, and Ben knows this probably better than anybody, rats can like kind of like decompress their body to fit in tight spaces. Does that work when he's in wild shape? Like if he wanted to say squeeze under a door? Oh yeah, yeah, I know I can do all, all, all things the rats can do. Yeah. Okay, cool. He has the sheer mind power of Val in the tiny, tiny form of a rat. Now, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that animals can scrunch themselves up to the circumference of their whiskers. Like that's the, I don't know uh, the rule of thumb for rats and mice. For rats and mice, I believe that's that's true. 
like the extended whiskers. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, I think I'll allow that. Anything that is like smaller than your head, you will not be able to fit through. If your head can fit through it, the rest of your body probably can, though depending on how tight it is, it might be uh might take a little bit of work. So yeah, we're caught up. Val, you're a rat. The door is open anyways, isn't the it? The door is open. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I I yeah, I'm only transforming just to try and just get in undetected. Okay. And I'll roll for that. Sure. Can I have you roll a stealth check? Yeah, not that it'll matter. I mean, like, because I'm, I'm just a rat, so unless someone really gives a shit that there's a rat walking into their house. I mean, worst case scenario, Lieutenant Black takes a step backward, steps on Val, and he dies. Yeah. Uh, 19. All right, you're super stealthy. So you kind of skitter up to the front door of this place, and you climb up a few, <laughs> you climb up a few rotten floorboards that have uh, kind of been used as a stepping pad up to the front door. And you make your way into the room. It is completely black in here. But you can make out the form of Lieutenant Black that's just kind of standing in the room. Her hand was on her sword when she entered it. But you can see now that the sword is completely free. And she's kind of looking around the room. She seems to be investigating whatever is going on in here. And you hear her speak out. Noel. Noel, are you here? Noel? And she's looking underneath tables and she's kind of, you can see her kind of step towards some of the back doors and open them and peek inside. And now you see that she is heading up some stairs that are going up to a second floor. I'm just going to follow her sneakily. Okay. As sneaky as I can, but I'm not not even trying to be too sneaky because like, sounds like this place is a dilapidated crap. Yeah, it's... I'm not entirely (laughs) out of place, right? So... That's a very very good way to describe it. It is uh, very dilapidated, and you fit right in here as a rat. Mm -hmm. And she has disappeared upstairs, but you follow after her, and she's kind of stepping very cautiously up the stairs and looking up over the floorboards that are on the second floor. And she's looking around, and she's still kind of calling out like, No! No, are you here? And then she stops... She pauses, and you can see her kind of relax a bit. She puts her sword back in her sheath. Then she takes a step back down, and she starts going down the stairs. She doesn't seem to notice you. Your 19 helps you blend right into some rotten floorboards. And she steps around you. She doesn't step on you, thank God. And she makes her way back out that front door. Oh, um, still me? I'm just going to investigate these other rooms, if there's any other rooms, corridors, like... Is this place tossed around? Like, has there been a fight? Sure. Um, um, so you're not smelling things, I presume. This is more of an investigation-like thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you smell blood? I can smell, you can smell blood. Could I have you roll an investigation check? And you will use your Val skills for that investigation check. Val senses tingling. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly better than a rat's. Rat has a minus four. A minus four to smell, eh? No. No, uh, it actually has advantage on perception checks, but investigation is a intelligence check. Hmm. All right, what did you get? Uh, sorry, uh, I rolled a 12. Okay, so you're kind of looking around this house. It's a two-story building, and as I said before, it's very dilapidated. It hasn't been well cared for. It seems like somebody or someone or some peoples were staying in here, but it's been cleared out. Hmm. Looks maybe for some time, maybe. Yeah, there's there's some fresh herbs. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was oh, a, that was a joke because time. Um, so you can see that someone has been living in this area. You do not know what happened. You do not know how they left. Um, but this place is completely empty. Stuff's just like peppered all over. Yeah, it's pepper everywhere. It's not uh, tossed around, roughed up or anything. Uh, if it has been, you can't tell. Okay. 
That 12 does not give you that much insight. Sure. Okay. Uh, no smells to note? Uh, time. You can smell time. Fresh time. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I'll give this one to you. Uh, this time maybe seems about like it's a week old. Okay. It's not fresh. It's a, It has been drying for approximately one week. And your keen sure. rat senses pick up on that. It's a little, it's a little, a little pungent in here. Okay. Yeah. You're getting ratatouille up in here. <laughs> you can't wait to make some butternut squash soup with this later. Take, take some back for my soup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. At this, uh, this I will uh, take my leave, I guess, and uh, try to make my way back to the guys. I'll transform back into Val too, I guess. Okay. So you step out the front door of this building. Uh, you don't see Lieutenant Black anywhere, but you turn yourself back into Val then and there. Yeah. Okay, all right, so you do that, and you kind of remember the route that you took to get here, so it doesn't take you that long to get back to Mordecai and Giovanni, but when you get there, it's just them. You don't see Lieutenant Black here, so it doesn't seem like she came straight back here afterwards. So she lied. Oh, sh- While we were waiting, did any uh, did any of those kid spies come back, or are they still out looking around? Uh, no, in fact, things seem to be pretty quiet in your little alleyway. When you were here first, you saw that there were some people kind of walking around, but it seems to have mostly cleared out, and it's just the three of you now. Okay. Uh, with my knowledge of street criminals, I would like to take that pouch of 30 out of my pocket, and can I put it somewhere inconspicuous that I know a small dexterous hand might be able to find if they were so inclined, but an adult might not see. Uh, um, like sneakily under a park bench or I don't know. Yeah, where people hide drugs. <laughs> so, somewhere a little pickpocket might find. Just because I imagine we're going to have to leave and I just don't want to keep standing in this area waiting for kids to get back to me. Um, Make a stealth check. Sure. 17. Okay, so you managed to find, like, some loose stones that are kind of uh, near some bags of trash, we'll call it. Um, And it's actually, there's a loose cobblestone, and you're able to pull that up from the ground, and I suppose put your gold there if you would like. Yeah, I'll tuck it in there, and if I've got a little piece of parchment or whatever out of my bag, and write, um, report to Garrison, and just put that in with the money. So if they have any information, they'll bring it to one of the guards, if they can find it. So Mordecai buries some gold in the middle of an alleyway in the worst uh, area of town. Um, It'll make somebody stay. Giovanni, I assume, has kind of uh, righted himself at this point, and Val has come back to you. Any luck? Uh, Wait, where's the lieutenant? Uh, I was hoping she was going to make her way back to you guys. Uh, I followed her. I managed to track her to this dilapidated old crap shack, and she was acting very strange. Um, I kind of stalked her in rat mode. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, versus but, stalking um, her in, in valve mode. <laughs> uh, I had to squeeze. I had to squeeze the rat in there. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> uh, <laughs> is that what they're calling it? Got stuck in the rat trap. Um, <laughs> Hold on, guys! Yeah, I gotta go but, squeeze the rat. <laughs> I think you guys took it the wrong way. You're making a I rat, rat. rat. I, I know what you're doing, but it's just... <laughs> it's, 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 it's not what you're saying. It's the way you're... It's everything. It's, ha- <laughs> it's, it's, it's the creepy, dilapidated house. It's all of it. Uh, yeah, no, uh, just acting really fishy. Uh, but I snooped around afterwards, and I didn't find anything of interest. Just inquiring about a knoll, but that doesn't seem... Uh, a knoll? Noel. Aren't gnolls like little creatures? 
Yeah, I thought they were like, uh, you know, they burrow in the ground, they're blind. Uh, no, that's a mole. No, he doesn't think moles. This is Noel. I think this is a person. No, Noel with a G, though. Like, G-N-O-L-L-S. Aren't they, like, some sort of... Oh, Noles. Oh, the hyena yeah. people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I want to cut in here and say that I think you're thinking of gnomes. No, I'm thinking of... Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, uh, 100% thinking of Noles. It's a D&D monster. Oh, yeah, fuck. They're w- warring hyena people. Jesus. They're a humanoid race that most closely resembles human-hyena hybrids. Within Feyrun. Huh, yeah, you're right. Uh, G-N-O-L-L. Yeah. Is no. that is that how we presume the name, the, the character? Well, clearly from your reaction, it's, she's not talking about Knowles. Just one of them. I presume not. I think it's a person named Noel is the impression I get. I mean, that's a pretty shitty name to give someone. Maybe, you're just saying. There wasn't like dog crap around the place, so. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they look like a dog. <laughs> They laugh like a hyena. Uh, like a code name or something. Where was this house? Uh, can you show us? Yeah, I can, I can find my way back there. Because, I mean, obviously she hasn't come back here, so she must have taken another route from that house. We'll have to yeah, g- figure out if we can find her. Or give us a slip. I, I, I didn't follow her too closely on the way back. I, I just assumed we were going to the same place, so. Should we go investigate the house? Yeah. Yeah, if you guys think you guys might be able to find something else, I, I, I kind of gave it a once-over, but... I am a pretty shrewd detective. It's true. I'm surprised they haven't given you that rank yet at the garrison, man. Kind of like Mr. <laughs> Magoo, let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, if, they, yeah, if everyone wants to go, I'll lead them back. Sure, okay, and that's exactly what you do. Uh, the three of you make your way back to the familiar building that I've already described, and you enter it. It is as empty as it was before. Uh, if you guys are interested in investigating this house, you can do that. Roll an investigation check. Twelve. Eight. Uh, not you, Val. Well, I, I can reinvestigate it, no? So that's that's a 20 with our combined skills. <laughs> uh, I will, I'll say that you were investigating this first floor, but you have to do something different. If you're going to investigate, you have to investigate something specific that you didn't look at before. Okay. Okay, um... I'll investigate the bed, I guess, the, the, the bed space. Okay. And she was obviously calling for somebody named Noel. Can I look around for, like, someone's personal effects? Yeah, yeah. that's Sure, we'll say that's part of your investigation role. Let's see what you roll here, Val. Sure, thanks. 18. Okay, nice. All right, so Giovanni, looking around this building, uh, you can see this is a shitty old house. This is a shitty old house that is perhaps abandoned. Uh, Mordecai, you pick up on almost the exact same things that Val did before. This certainly had somebody or some persons living in here that have since left. And you do not pick up on the time because you are not a rat. Fair enough. But you can see that, you know, there was food prepared here, but it looks like anything that was left has been removed. So there's no food in this house anymore. And what dishes are here have kind of been piled away. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Val, you go up to the second floor, and there you can see a bedroll kind of tucked away in a corner. This is certainly not a bedroom, but it seems like a place where someone was sleeping. And so you go up here, and you can see that, yeah, there is a bedroll here. It seems like if there were other things that went with this bedroll, they are no longer here anymore. It's just literally just like a mat on the ground. Okay. In this kind of situation, you might expect somebody to have maybe like a little table next to it or like pillows or blankets or something, but they are not here. 
Hmm. There's not even a candle anywhere that might keep this area light. It has been completely cleaned out. As Spartan as possible. It, yeah, you might describe it as Spartan if someone was actively living here right now. But I'll tell you this. Sure. It doesn't seem like whatever happened here was like a forced event. It doesn't seem like someone came here, started kicking things around and like was looking for something. It just looks like whoever was here left. Right. They're probably squatting here or whatever. Um, if I step outside or look out the window, uh, would I be able to tell whose turf we're on? Like, are we in bolster territory or is it someone else's? Uh, I'm going to have you make a history check. Uh, actually, give me a second here. I'm going to disregard that because I'm making a new skill for you. Awesome. Criminal knowledge. Is this street smarts? Yes. CSI nice. skill. <laughs> it's going to be like homeless knowledge check. Homeless knowledge check, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 Geo's long living uh, under city. common knowledge. Uh, uh, Mordecai's living on the streets and uh... street smarts. I'm actually giving it to all of you, Ooh. so you're all getting this new skill. Um, some of you are proficient in it, and some of you are not. Lovely. Okay, there you go. I've created for you guys a new skill called knowledge local which indicates how well or familiar you are with uh, knowledge related to a local populace that you are familiar with. Uh, in this case, Renlin. Mm. Um, so Giovanni and yeah. Mordecai, you guys both have proficiency in this because you have lived in Renlin your whole life. Yeah. Uh, whereas Val is not familiar with Renlin, so he is not uh, receiving that proficiency bonus. Uh, so Mordecai, what did you roll for your knowledge check? I got an eight. <laughs> okay, all right. So you're not really familiar with the territory that you're in. You, you've you been on these streets before, but yeah. you don't necessarily know, like, what gangs operate in this area. Yeah. I rolled uh 21. Okay, cool. So you know that you are actually in Bolster's territory, though you know it's kind of like on the disputed domain of his area of activity. There has been some tension, perhaps, in this area as a result of him and other groups moving in. Uh, so this is sort of a no man's land and also sort of technically bolsters. Hmm. Neutral ground. Contested ground. Can I let the boys know that? Yeah, of course. I believe this is Frederick Bolster's territory, but just on the cusp of it being another crime syndicates. Yes. I definitely already knew that. I'm surprised you beat me to it. You must know these things when you live here for so long. Yep. What? Do we know of their other of the other crime syndicates? Is there, there's like the Santa Gang from the Possible Fever Dream? You've got the the Claus Gang, the uh, the Bolster uh, Concordiate. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll work on alliteration later for each of those groups. <laughs> I don't have those groups made up, but hmm. Bolster is certainly not the only um, crime lord in this area, though he is perhaps one of the most prominent ones. Mm. Mm-hmm. Seaside smugglers. Uh, I don't know. Val, um, like, what was she saying when she was in here? You said she was mentioning a person. Obviously, someone was here. I mean, a while ago. Uh, did she seem scared? Uh, oh yeah, no. Did she? I don't know if I mentioned it, but she drew her saber. Oh my! Oh yeah. So she was expecting someone in here to be violent. Presumably, that's why I. That's why I transformed. I was just trying to uh, see what she was doing undetected but then you know i would be there if if there was something uh to be concerned about but okay uh, are there any windows on the second floor yeah 
Um, so the second floor isn't what you would describe as a full floor. It's more of like an attic that has been converted into a floor. Like a loft. Um, so it's sloped on either side. Yeah, it's it's more of a loft. And at the cusp of this loft is a opening that kind of looks onto the street. Okay. Um, can I go over to the window and open it up? Uh, yeah, it's already open, actually, when you go up to it. So you're looking out now into the street. Okay. Uh, I was wondering, is there an easy way to get from that window up onto the roof? I wouldn't describe it as an easy way, but theoretically, you could probably do that. So if I, say, lean out the window with my bum on the on the ledge so that I can see where the top of the roof is, I'd be able to misty step to the roof? Um, You would be able to misty step to the ledge of the roof because you can't actually see the roof on top. You're looking up at it and there is an overhang. So you can misty step, I don't know, the, like the four feet that it would take you to get there. Okay, what about, like, any of the adjoining uh, buildings nearby? Yeah, there are roofs all... You're in a city. Okay, I'm going to go to the, the closest one to me there so I can have, like, the high ground and see if I can see down multiple streets from a roof. Sure. Okay. Um. So y- you can see that right across from your second floor window is a roof. It's another house that's just like the one you're on. It's also kind of dilapidated, though maybe perhaps a little bit better cared for. And there are clay tiles on a roof that you could probably step onto. I'd say it's probably about 30 feet away from you. There's about, I don't know, 25 feet between this house and the next house. And uh, the roof is slightly above that. So you could probably get up there. Okay, I'm going to turn back to the guys and be like, uh, I'm going to see if I can get a vantage point. Uh, I'll come back in from the window. I want to get a running start and just like Superman out the window. It's not a big window, but sure. <laughs> I'm not a big guy. <laughs> I'm going to jump out the window and then as soon as like most of my body is out huh. the frame, I'm going to misty step onto the closest roof. Okay, acrobatics check. Jeez. Of course. I mean, you got to do it with style. You get points for style, Mordecai. That's for damn sure. That's a three. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Tides of chaos. Jesus. I'm re-rolling that. As he, as, as he swan dives into the street. Like, <laughs> yep. Fuck. Okay, never mind. That's a ten. <laughs> All right. So you use Tides of chaos. You start running towards the window, and you realize in the air that you are heading straight towards the frame of this window, and you're going to crash straight into it. And then all of a sudden, your body just starts kind of glowing with some white energy, and then you're out the window. Uh, Your feet do catch on the sill, and it kind of stings, but all of a sudden, you are now horizontally reached out on top of a roof on the other side of this building. The roof is steep, and I'm going to need you to make another acrobatics check to catch your landing as you hit this. I'm just flailing with my arms, trying to like hold on to one of these like clay tiles. Yeah, literally anything. Uh, I should mention that clay tiles are notorious for cracking and breaking and not being easy to grab onto. But here we go. Slipping off one another. <laughs> okay, I want to make sure that this works. So I am going to roll this and then I'm going to bend luck to add another, what does it say? 1d4 to my roll. <laughs> so that's a 9. Plus 1d4. It's just not going to do much. That's a 10. (laughs) All right. So all of a sudden, bam, you hit the clay tiles on the other side of this street. And 
wow, that's not fun for you. You crash straight into them and you start kind of like floundering about trying to grab onto anything you can. Many of the shingles are getting pulled out. Oh God, oh God. And you are just kind of grabbing onto whatever you can. But uh, there is a moment where one of the shingles comes loose and underneath it are like lattice work, like wooden lattice work that usually holds them in place. And you just grab onto that lattice work and you're able to hold yourself onto it. (laughs) Okay. Can I... Can I pull myself up really quick to make it look like I, I had a, a graceful landing before they see me? Roll performance. Mordecai, we just we just heard all the shingles fall off the roof, dude. Well, yeah, I landed on it very hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to make a uh, <laughs> an athletics check. Oh, God. All the things I'm not good at. Never mind, 18. Uh, it finally worked out. Okay, <laughs> you pull yourself up into a nice kind of crouched position. Superhero landing. So your feet are able to kind of get a grip on this lattice work. I don't know. I think it's up to Val and Giovanni to determine whether they think that was uh, a good form <laughs> or not. But uh, you're you're feeling a little bit more comfortable now. <laughs> I'm in position. <laughs> okay, so I'm up on the roof. Um, I wouldn't mind making a... Uh, perception check to uh see around the different streets uh and see if i can spot miss black running around would sure would it um, be an advantage roll... since i'm so high nope you are Damn going it. to roll a perception check the location where you're at has just changed what you can see that's uh, an 18 for perception okay you can see that i don't know this is a nice. fairly decent area to kind of be looking around you're able to get a good view of the streets and all the other houses and the various smokestacks that are coming from each one. Uh, you don't see Lieutenant Black anywhere. It doesn't seem like she's in the streets. And if she is, perhaps in this immediate location, she must be underneath an overhang where you just cannot make her out. Okay. But you're not sure. You are just not sure. Guys, I got nothing. Who are you speaking to? I'm just yelling back into the window. <laughs> okay. What? Whoever hears me. I'm not getting anything. I don't see her. I'm tempted at divine sense in this place, but I feel like there's there's nothing evil going on here. I don't think so. I it's mean, just... if you leave time out that long to just dry out, that's pretty evil. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to you, If you want to preserve herbs for a long period, you have to dry them out. <laughs> yeah, but fresh time is the best time. <laughs> I thought you were talking... I'm I'm done. Uh, when, I'm you, done. when you <laughs> said dry time out, I thought you were implying like the time manipulation magic going on i was really confused i was like oh man this is so deep like mm. <laughs> you're right there's definitely some sort of uh divine presence in this room that i could probably detect i want to do a divine sense in here okay you do that you do not detect anything divine nothing yeah i'm just gonna uh, i i spent a lot of time describing divine sense uh you're just not getting anything okay fair enough doesn't feel like there's anything divine nothing fiendish no devils in the area no <laughs> That kind of stuff. No, no angels. No angels or demons. No, there's there's nothing. Uh, well, I'm out of ideas. If we've lost the trail of Lieutenant Black, uh, the kids haven't returned with any leads. Yeah. And uh, maybe we make our way back to the square to see if anybody's come back. Maybe she came back. I don't know. Um, we don't know who this Noel is. We don't know where she ran off to. All we know is that nobody remembers her about. If it's her about. What do they have in common? They're both not from Renlin. They're, we're both elves. That would be yeah, more obvious. I, I, I wasn't going to play that card. But. <laughs> well, I mean, we could, are, are there any other elves I, I, nearby? I, I can say do, it. Do, 
I can say it. Geo is a sea species, you know, he's he's a being. Except for goblins. You you really really see Except those fucking goblins. You can only be so so woke in (laughs) D&D. I mean, we could we could try the elf thing. You never know. Maybe the the creature that uh, we smote had some sort of a speciesist issue. Well, where do all the elves hang out in Renlin? Is there like some sort of elf place? Uh, I'm not. I'm certainly not aware of it. Do you, well, like, do you have any elf compatriots or friends in the city that we could talk to? None, even outside the city. Well, not none. I mean, based off of character development that we've done over the past two seasons, it seems like you guys are Val's only friends. Well, what what is it in game time? Like a couple months, maybe. Um, it's probably been a year. Yeah, about a year. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, we went through a Christmas episode all the way to another Halloween episode. Yeah. It's almost that's, a year. That's a very like, good point. But no, I think we've established that Renly doesn't have a lot of elves. Period. Yeah. Uh, actually, we uh, said that there are maybe about twenty percent of the population last episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I think we can rule out that it's just explicitly humans, though, because the guy at the shop still exists, and he's a little gnome, right? Lieutenant Black was possessed by that sleep thing. Is there more to that, or are you just... guy just trails off, and he forgets. <laughs> like, you can see that he's, like, the math symbols are appearing in front of his head. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yes. And Nathan... Did anybody remember Nathan? Did anybody talk to him? Uh, at the shop, correct? Yeah. Did anybody remember who he was? Yeah, it seemed business as usual. He was just working in the shop. So being possessed had nothing to do with it. Um, the only correlation we have, well, there's two, is that Val and Lieutenant are not from Renlin, and they're both elves. The blacks aren't from Renlin? Oh, wait, I thought, I thought, thought they had, was... like, a very prestigious family here. I thought she herself wasn't from Renlin, though. No? Hmm. Maybe my memory uh, Okay, I'll give you a bit of insight. Uh, so when you guys first met Lieutenant Black, both Mordecai and Giovanni had made intelligent checks to try and see if they knew that family name. And uh, you both did fairly poorly on it. Though I think that perhaps Giovanni did recognize that name among some social classes. Yeah, because he had, like, a tiff with their family. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. But it was through, like, merchant trading, right? Yeah. Well, right. you you don't necessarily know if it was merchant trading or actually nobility because there's a lot of crossover between those two. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't really put your finger on whether that's the case in this situation or not. You think we could uh, track down Casa de Black? Talk to the Black family? You know who would have a good idea about where they live? Is my parents. And who better to ask about Lieutenant Black's family <laughs> and my sister's whereabouts? Ooh, that's a wise idea. What better time to hear those fancy accents? What do you say? You guys hungry? Oh, always. <laughs> Josh is just like, great. More voice work for me. I, f- I feel go, like go in mom, the last mom. year, we've probably gone over to your family's place for dinner at least once a uh, month. I don't know, man. Like, if it didn't, if it, I, I think that Geo specifically has not invited you guys over for family dinners. We've been together for a year. Yeah. I, well, to be fair, I think Gio's been wrapped up in a lot of, lot of, lot of guard work too, though. I mean, yeah, I'm very, yeah, but he still oh, goes yeah. back for the last night of every fortnight to have his right. family dinner. No, sure. not this That's year. Just, no, I have. I really haven't. Probably really? Concerned. No, I've been. I've been 
busy with work. No time to get down there. Okay, I'm not sure if you're talking about IRL or... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was also we were in Nardini for a bit, so even if I only missed one yeah. or two, that would seem like a really long time to them. I think you were sure. only gone two to three weeks, but sure. Let's say I missed two family dinners. Just yeah, to... but then the timey wimey nonsense from the portal, right? Yeah. So who knows? Even if I missed one or two, it would seem like an eternity for them. Sure, we will have presumed that you have missed maybe something. Uh, certainly, uh, no less than one, but you're not sure about that. Maybe they'll have information on where your sister is. That's, you know, I think that's wise. I'm surprised we didn't think of that from the get-go. That... Mm-hmm. Shall we? Yeah, we're not very smart. Uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Lead the way. Maybe there's some magic being cast upon our, our brains. Mm. Maybe we didn't escape the Sandman's uh, <laughs> curse. Touch my head and dispel magic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You lose all of your powers. Ah! <laughs> Wait, just do, just you're just, do, just, a, just do it again. You're back reverse. to a level one commoner. <laughs> no, now he can't use it. Yeah, because oh, he doesn't have magic anymore. Yeah, there you go. All right, no, that didn't happen. Um, okay, so the three of you, I guess, make your way out of this building. Mordecai, how do you get down from the roof of a second floor building that you are precariously uh, perched upon? I just give you like, Geo, which direction is it in? Ah, oh, just over here. Get him to point, and I'm just gonna try and run the rooftops. It's really not too far. Mordecai, are you are you running along the rooftops? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I don't know. You gotta add some flavor. Okay. All right. So I'll give you a little context information. So first of all, uh, Giovanni, you know that your family certainly does not live in this area of town. They mm-hmm. live in a certainly. much nicer place. Uh, it's kind of in a newly developed area further to the west of Renland. And it's a lot nicer. It's still kind of close to the docks because that's where your dad and your brother's business are. Yeah. Uh, but you know that it's probably, it's past the garrison, certainly. And you would say that it's probably closer to one mile away. So 5,280 oh, feet away from where you guys currently are. All right. Well, I'm not doing that many rooftops. Is there, is there like a balcony nearby? <laughs> a stack, a stack of boxes, maybe? Do or? a perception check. Okay. Stack of boxes. Oh, that one. You have no idea how you're going to get the hell down here. You don't see a ladder. You do not see anything that slopes down to the ground. Uh, there are no boxes. There are no barrels. Nothing. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, can you go downstairs and in front of this building, the one I'm standing on? I'm not on? catching you, Mordecai. But if you do it like, together. My... Why don't you shimmy down the east trough? You're going to have to catch me. <laughs> I twice my weight. Everybody's twice your weight. <laughs> Nathan is twice your weight. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not I'm not catching you off the roof. Okay, can we hurry this along, please? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> Mordecai, I'll, get down I'll from the roof. I'll try and shimmy down the roof as best I can. Okay, do an acrobatics check. No. I will fall and take full damage. Because <laughs> that's another nat one. <laughs> I'll break. I'll, I can try, try to break his fall. I'm not going to let him fall and take full damage. Yeah, break my spine. Oh, my God. I... Uh, Okay, Giovanni, you see that Mordecai is starting to shimmy down the roof of this second floor. Oh, yeah, uh, we're going to get to that. Um, And so you rush out there because you know that he is about to just plop and hit himself. And let's take a look here. And that's how Mordecai ended up paralyzed from the neck down. (laughs) So, Mordecai, you are going to take 16 points of falling damage. Uh, Giovanni, I will allow you to take half of this if you would like. Uh, I'll take half. 
Oh, okay, so uh, Giovanni, you take eight points of damage catching Mordecai as he just flails off of this roof, and Mordecai, you only take eight points of damage. I also had eight temporary hit points, so. Well, thank you. That worked out well. Uh, you both crashed to the ground. Uh, oh. Giovanni, you feel fine. Thanks. I'm not very dexterous, and I apologize. Ah, <laughs> uh, you tried. So, food? Yeah, let's go to my parents. Yeah, yeah, lead the way. Okay, so the three of you make your way down the street through the familiar alleyways that you have been traveling through the past, let's say, 30 to 40 minutes. And uh, you start to head towards the direction of Giovanni's house. Uh, Gio, you're kind of roughly able to point in the direction that you're able to go. And you know that once you get to maybe more familiar streets, it'll be easier passing at that point. But before you fully leave this area, all of a sudden you see a form running down one of the alleyways. And it seems to be going towards the spot where you were originally waiting, where Mordecai had tried to bribe some children into giving him information, and where you all ran into Lieutenant Black. Let's investigate, follow them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay, all right. I need <laughs> some feedback run. here. <laughs> all right, so. I'm asking my compadres, so. Yeah. There is no yeah. asking, we just do. Okay, yeah, you do. Yeah. You follow the form, and you do realize that it is Lieutenant Black running back to the spot where you're at. She's not quite there. Neither are you. You're a little bit off from that area. But what do you do? She is kind of running ahead of you. Seems to be heading back to that spot. Uh, can I call out to her? Yeah, yeah. Lieutenant Black! Lieutenant! She stops. She stops in the middle of the alleyway, and she looks back, and she looks at you kind of quizzically. She says, Didn't, like, I told you to stay in that... Oh, okay, what? Yeah, okay. Hi. Who's... No. Yeah, you've got some splaining to do. Okay. She turns away from where she was heading in the alleyway and walks back towards you guys to your new spot where you're now discussing things. And she says, All right. So, I have people around the city that I know. Some people that I pay in order to keep tabs on things in this area of town. It's part of my job. Informants. Nothing. Oh, like my criminal children. Well, uh, no, I don't do that. That seems weird. Uh, but I do have people around this area to keep an eye on. Well, let's just say, namely Bolster. Hmm. Many of those people, many of those people are elves. Hmm. And none of them are there. I checked for Noel, who was one of my people that was closest to us. But then I went and checked on the locations of a few others. And none of them are there. So. These are like safe houses? Uh, not really. I mean, they're probably dead, so no. Uh, I, I suppose that they're spy houses. Once I saw that, I realized that these weren't the only ones that were gone from the city. Haven't you guys looked around the city at all? Have you seen that there are no elves here? It just seems to be myself and Val, for hmm. some reason... But I'm not really an elf. I'm just a half-elf. But wherever I look, there are no elves in this city. Are you originally from Randlin? Yes. Okay, no, never mind. I had a... There goes my theory. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's uh, weird. 
I mean, if all the elves are gone, maybe we should, you know, go to Bolster. Go to Bolster? I mean, you had them watching him. Now all of them are gone. I have no other leads other than maybe going outside the city to see if there are any elves there. What if they're gone in the entire realm? Where all the inhabitants from? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. If we go to Bolster, perhaps leaving the elves behind would be a wise choice. If there's a mass exodus or disappearance in the city, I'm afraid he might have something to do with it. We might be able to take Lieutenant Black in. I can just disguise her with uh, that kid of mine. We can make her ears look normal or give her longer hair to hide them. Or, oh, I don't know. normal. <laughs> uh, you, mean, you mean human. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a Freudian slip. Uh. Don't worry, Lieutenant. We're not all like that. <laughs> Social justice paladin. <laughs> Except for goblins. <laughs> Except for goblins. They're not, they don't count. They're not people. Bolster would be one thing, and I think that that's certainly a lead that we should check out. But, guys, it's not just my informants. All the elves in this city, at least that I've seen over the past day, are gone. There is none. There are elves that own shops. Elves that worked. They're not here. They're gone. Do you know if any uh, other half-elves have disappeared, Lieutenant Black? Well, I mean... half-gone. That's not very funny, Mordecai. That's actually kind of offensive. I, there aren't many of half-elves in the city. We're kind of, you know, a select lot. Some people have sure. mixed families, and there's, there's just not many of us here. Hmm. I don't know. I know of maybe one or two, but... I haven't seen them. I don't know them well. Hmm. What if we set a trap using Val as the bait? Seeing as he might be the only elf available. Do you think that uh, something's taking the elves? What What are you talking about? Well, they like, have... Put on a show, come see the only elf in Renlin? Like, that sounds a little weird. Well, no, I mean more like just have him like loitering around being like, I'm an elf. Do, 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 do. Exactly. It's a little weird. Oh, it's, this whole thing is pretty strange. Would you agree? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Lieutenant Black, I must ask: are You familiar with the use of magic for evil and like greater purposes beyond simple tricks? Well, I'm not a magician, so that's not really my field of expertise. Did you ever read any of our case reports about the necromancer? Um, yeah, I think Captain Jen just threw them out. Wow. Man, the wow. bureaucratic red tape in Renly is terrible. The amount of detail I put into Ugh. the formatting. Yeah, you worked on that for like three days. The real enemy here is bureaucracy. Didn't she tell you to like publish that in fiction or something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of a prude. Well, you believe us now, right, Lieutenant? Yeah. Well, a lot of weird things are happening, so anything's on the table... I don't know what that necromancer stuff was about, but this is weird. Necromancer's not the only one. I mean, we told you about uh, Mr. Sandman and mm -hmm. the Fae Portal. Like, Fae Portal. Weird magic is happening all over the Wait. place. If anything, we should start our own unit. Wait. Sandman. Okay. And what did what did they do? Uh, Okay, so he was inhabiting different people's bodies while they were asleep. We suspect he was the one who put the entirety of Renlin to sleep, because when we got here, they were all snoozing. Okay, so all of Renlin was asleep? Yeah, except for the three of us. 
uh, he actually used your body, and it was kind of creepy. Oh, gross. To talk to us? Yeah, no, he was in there. He made your neck do this weird, like, thing. Yeah, it was weird. I did have a bit of a sore neck when I... (laughs) Well, there you go. Okay. So let's put this together. What do we know? We know that there was something putting things to sleep and taking Mm -hmm. over their bodies. And now everybody's awake, but there are no elves. The elves have been led le- le- away, perhaps by by a spell. Is he like a Pied Piper, maybe? Yeah, under some under some magic, perhaps. The part that concerns me greatly is that no one else seems to remember the elves except for us. Now, the only difference between everyone else and us, other than that we're certified badasses, is that we were in that Fey portal potentially when this spell was weaved. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. I agree. I agree. Lieutenant Black, do you recall any strange goings-ons while we were in Nardini? As far as I could tell, it was just business as usual. Think. There's nothing particular jarring to your memory of anything strange. <sighs> well, I mean, what you've told me sheds light on this, but people were falling asleep, but it wasn't like everybody all at once. It was just like a handful, like a few cases of just like this person has fallen asleep in the street and they can't wake up. Hmm. Part of me wants to do some good old fashioned police work and like go to the gatehouse and check like the the logs of people traveling into the city. But where did they I mean, start it... falling asleep? Did it happen in a radius around a location? Ooh. Oh, clever. I, I don't have that information. I mean... It's not like I had this weird map on my wall and I was tying it all together with strings and needles. I'm not sure really where it was. It was just like a few people. And then now you're telling me everybody was asleep. So it seems to me that maybe there were just a few people that were being influenced. And then it it really took hold. Like it really kind of affected every... I don't really know a lot about magic. So it's not, you know, I don't know how that would work, but it seemed... Like, would it be explosive? Was there any correlation between the people who started falling asleep first? I'm not sure. Most the the cases that popped up, I didn't really regard them much at first, but it seemed like they were just kind of homeless people, people on the streets, kids. The occasional kid wouldn't wake up. And then, well, now everybody's awake. I still have a bag of that Mr. Sandman sand. Yeah. If I stuck a couple fingers in there, would it, would I be able to sense any magical trace from it? Uh, you might be able to. I, you have no idea. You would have to do those things. I'm wondering if I can use it as a compass. Ooh. Maybe track down the the original being. So yeah, I'll I'll just kind of back up from the group a little bit. I'll take out that pocket sand, uh, and I'll run my fingers through it and see if I can pick up any threads of leftover arcane power do you have detect magic no okay uh so you're not able to do that uh, but your fingers do go a little bit numb normal sand doesn't do that right <laughs> let me let me do a divine sense on that oh yeah so i'll hold it out to you can i just put the bag in my hand and i'll just give it a good yep. feel sure it's it's kind of like uh <laughs> exfoliating in some ways it's kind of like a hacky sack and you're just kind of like <laughs> Does it feel evil? Uh, n- <laughs> no, not necessarily. It feels like there is some very faint 
power here, but it doesn't seem to be affiliated with anything. Mm. There's definitely something going on with this sand. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out the bag and like turn in a circle and see if it tugs in any direction. Roll a perception check. Okay. Come on, baby, don't fail me now. Six. It doesn't seem to pull in any direction. All right, well, that doesn't work. We know that the elves are gone. Half elves are gone. Sandman has something to do with it, but we don't know where we're going. I will say that you guys have all the information that you need in order to solve this puzzle. Except intelligence. Well, maybe. <laughs> there are. It's possible that you could make more rolls to determine some things, but you would have to indicate to me what those rolls are. Suss out what yeah. they are. You sure. couldn't just be like, yeah, I yeah. want a roll to solve this. Yeah, that's just not how it works. Yeah, so I've actually set up a mystery here for you guys that you can figure out. Mm. Let's go to visit Hans. <laughs> that, you know what? That's a oh, that's call Hans. Either I thought of that divine intervention. Or try to study Josh to see if that just aggravated him. Or <laughs> <laughs> hey, not everything is a storybook, right? Sometimes all the pieces just don't click together. Mm. That's right. Like we could, we could go and just badger ten more people, but like, like Josh said, if we already have kind of the pieces. What is the object telling you, Giovanni? <laughs> to be completely honest, not very much most of the time. <laughs> just kind of think about like what you know break it down in the chunks i'm trying not to mix up what i know as a character in the game versus what i know as someone who listens to the podcast mm. well okay elves are missing presumably even half elves yeah yeah so dr sleep put the entire town to sleep um possessed a couple of people yeah but so we know they can animate people left us a note well, I, I don't know. I don't think the nose left. I think it's been there for... Yeah, but that was his his domain, right? You didn't That's think it would true. be that easy, do you? Seems like a pretty personalized note. No, I, I, I if agree. If it's not that easy... Before we went into the temple, Al was in Renlin also, and he had that yes, 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 with the crystal in it. you think that has anything to do with this, or is that just... It's Martin. Martin hates elves. <laughs> there is goblins. They've stolen all the elves. The goblins stole all the elves while they were asleep. (laughs) See, there was this war between the elves and the goblins long ago when they finally got revenge. Was there an elf-goblin war? Are we getting off topic? Yes. Yeah, always. This entire session has been off topic. Yeah, uh, but I'm okay with that. It's all story development is what it is. It's a mystery. We've we've done a fair bit of lore building, too. I would Mm. say that this is something that Val should know. Oh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> Val, do a, do a history check on your peoples. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, where if they would go to a Where would place, be a, like, an elf gathering location? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, would I, yeah. Could I do something like that? Roll a history check for that? Like, if I would know of a nearby place, possibly an elven temple or... Yes. I will let you make a history check on elf society and elves in general. There's nothing. <laughs> five nueve okay sorry no <laughs> after i've been excommunicated i've been burned <laughs> so off the top of your head you are not familiar with any temples uh you're not familiar with any you know uh, coordinated places where else hang out <laughs> when they don't want to hang around all the other uh sentient beings Jeez. um but i'll give this to you as an elf 
And for your entire life as an elf, you do not remember once ever sleeping. Oh, yeah, obviously. We, we, don't, we meditate. We don't need to sleep. Wait, what? We just, we just, it's like charge. That's right. And the magic put everyone to sleep, but the elves don't need to sleep. So do they just die? Well, I mean, it was only like a week, right? Like, maybe they just took off. I suppose. I'm not going to hang around in a city that's full of sleeping people that could just drop dead in their sleep. It, it seems curious that there's no elves, but that would be, I mean, maybe they've gone to get help or... Maybe it was a grand migration to uh, some sort of a, an elven enclave or... You think one one or two would stick around, though, just to keep an eye on the city. Or the their city, shops their, or their, their homes their, their or their families. Personal possessions. Yeah, Unless... Yeah. Don't Unless. say us. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to... Oh. I'm just, just poking the bear. Unless. Please... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> I will give you 500 gold to solve this for me. Question. If elves don't sleep, half elves do? It's kind of a gray area, but for the most part, they seem to... It depends Just... on where they're kind of brought up. If they're brought up among humans, then they kind of take mm. on the habits of humans. Hence why Miss Black was possessed by the sleep monster. Yeah, so half elves are a weird thing because they're part of both worlds, but they're also not so they don't really fit in anywhere which is why when you do see a half elf they're usually like a diplomat or someone who travels because Mm -hmm. they kind of roam from area to area and they're good with talking to people because they kind of get along with most people but also don't really belong in each area Mm -hmm. lieutenant black where do most elves hang out um i don't know i mean the elves in the city just kind of keep to themselves and they have their businesses that they run i don't know if there's like an elf union or something i wish no, no, no. But like, do you know an elf? I mean, shop why don't you ask Val? Or... Val is a is an elf. <sighs> yeah, I but... think so. But I mean, I've been excommunicated, so Val's um, kind of a loner. But by, by myself, I'm totally a loner. I've been pretty burned for the last fifty years too. So, you know, I might not even <laughs> that, that, that might like, be why you had such a low like, role. From, 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 from <laughs> you just gotta stone that information out. I think that's kind of where... That's the only reason that Val has actually slept in previous episodes is because he was going through the withdrawals and his body needed it. (laughs) I don't know if we've ever had Val sleeping. Because he had a dream sequence (laughs) uh, with Val, right? Well, I mean, even if if I meditate, I I can... Can you dream while you meditate? Yeah, sure I do. A different state of consciousness, I guess? I'm saying that you guys are starting to pick up on maybe some of the more subtle things that have been going on in the background during this whole story, and I give you permission to kind of investigate those at your leisure. But for now, let's kind of get back to this situation. Oh, I I thought it was part of the situation. No, it is, in some ways. So we'll say that elves have visions when they're meditating. They don't necessarily dream like other people do. Um, Some elves who are more, say, closely affiliated with the mystic arts actually use this as an opportunity to kind Mm -hmm. of peer behind the veil of things. And they receive visions in some capacity Mm -hmm. from whatever things are telling them. But they don't necessarily dream like, say, you and I do. It's more of just like a visual landscape where they receive some kind of vision, which is why Val has kind of had a weird relationship with the dreams in this story thus far. Oh, interesting. And specific things happen to Val for specific reasons because of that. Okay. Now, I don't know what that... uh, Think, Val, think. Yeah, it has to do with you. Well, I think we... I feel like we've figured it out. Wait, what? Yeah, but I don't know. what, What do we do with the information? 
Yeah, um, that's that's what I'm that's like. You know something we don't know. No, I have all the inf- well. I presume that there are things I know that you don't know, Mordecai. Um, okay, about this situation. Don't have to be rude. <laughs> this pertinent task. So you encountered some kind of sleeping creature. Check some creature that put people to sleep could take over their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the population of the city that isn't affected by sleep didn't seem to be affected by this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I can presume that maybe these people were infected. In terms of memory, I'm not sure what the association is there. I don't know why people have forgotten the elves. They seem to be acting like we've never been here. I have no idea what that's about. I'm sure it's going to cause some chaos. Mm. But they seem to be getting around okay. Maybe it has something to do with being possessed. Maybe their bodies and their minds weren't completely their own when they were asleep. And then you killed the thing. I'm, I'm not really sure. It's out of my field of expertise. I'm not a, a mind scholar or something. But you're doing so well. <laughs> I mean, perhaps the, the sleep spell affected trance differently for the elves, like you said, Lieutenant Black. It, it could have been. But then I don't know. So there's like an army of elves somewhere. But then why does Lieutenant Black remain and not some of the other elves? Because she's half. She actually fell asleep. She was susceptible in a different right. way. Maybe she popped up as mostly human on this sleep monster's problem, uh, senses or whatever. Sure, no, that's fair. I mean, that's possible. I grew up with my human father, so, mm. I mean, I don't... It's not like I'm culturally elf, I guess. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. Where would they go? No, I think it has something to do with the blood, right? It's pure elf blood. That's how magic works. Mm. Could have something to do with that. Honestly, I'm not too familiar with that stuff. Okay, guys, where would you go if you were possessed by a sleep demon? All I can think of is the temple. Or where would you go if everybody else was? Yeah. There's got to be, like, a grove or something, uh, a safe haven outside the city or under the city or... What's the nearest city or town? Back to Nardini with the sea elves. Perhaps. No, Nardini's pretty far away, though. There must be somewhere closer. Yeah, they wouldn't They wouldn't all be able to charter, uh, like, a ships necessarily either, right? I mean, so... 20% of the population of Renlin, Renlin's, what, like, uh, 100,000? Uh... Yeah, it's a lot of boats. 20,000 men, women, and children just gone. Yeah. How is the economy still mm-hmm. held up? That would account for a huge like lack of labor. Oh, yeah. And their shops are just sitting there for the picking. But if everyone, Yeah, but if everyone's just waking up, that maybe hasn't mm-hmm. been felt just yet, obviously. Good point. And if, yeah, and if people don't recognize that the elves are missing anyways, then... Val, where did you come from? Where, where was your home before Renlin? Yeah, before Renlin, well, I lived in the woods for... Okay, like, uh, bef- largely by myself. Prior to that, yeah, the Moon Temple was my home. Okay, can you take us um, there? I believe I could find my way there. We left on kind of bad terms, um, you know. But I mean, I could. I think I could find my way there. And we'll figure out what happens when we get there. But if that's the closest, would would I know where the, the nearest like elf temple site is? It's safe to say I haven't been there. In a long time, at least, yeah. I mean, this is up to you how you want to kind of color in your backstory. When we first started, you kind of gave a very brief overview. You said that you were uh, yeah. kind of an occultite at a temple of a moon mm-hmm. uh, that belonged to elves. Uh, you didn't specify the city that that was in, yep. and you didn't specify how far away it was. But you did expand on that mm-hmm. you had a fallout with them and that you ended up living by yourself out in the woods, for lack of a better word, which is not an uncommon thing for elves to do. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of wood elves, for example, that live exclusively that way. 
eventually through your wanderings you ended up finding your way to Rhineland. Yeah. So But that's over the course of years. So yeah, I, like I've fifty years worth of wandering. That's some well and, you know, and, and drug and use. Being, and, and you forgot your way all the time. You got lost all the time. Naturally, I see I see myself setting up shop for you know, no more than maybe a couple months in a spot. Yeah, over winter somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, precisely, right? So I, I've always envisioned home for lack of a better word, being quite far away. Yeah, the place where you were raised might be quite far away. There aren't many elf cities. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to make all of you guys roll knowledge local checks, which I created for you. That was that would be a good rule, actually, because that that's go. kind of what I'm trying to, to deduce, right? Like, uh, So it's an 18 for Val. I also rolled an 18. Cool. And I kind of feel bad for getting a 21. Uh, you shouldn't. I mean, you you Because I was it. like, Val, where is it? Where is it? And Mordecai already kind of knows. <laughs> but there's slightly different questions that you're asking. So Val is looking at yeah. where his home is, where the places that he was born and raised was. You guys are investigating what places in the area around Renlin are familiar to elves or maybe have elf Significant villages or, or towns or cities. So I'll do Giovanni and Mordecai. You guys both did fairly well. So you know that there aren't any elf cities or civilizations, empires around you. Randlin is kind of in a somewhat frontier area. Uh, It's certainly the most extensive city in this region. Hmm. It's certainly a hub of trade, but it isn't a place where, you know, you go over the next hill and there's another city of 200,000 people Mm -hmm. or something. Okay. And as a result of that, there aren't a lot of elves. You also know off of your experience that what elf cities are out there, and Val, you're familiar with this as well, are usually more rare to find. They're much more reserved or hidden away. The elves are a rather secretive lot when it comes to protecting their civilization and their rights and practices. Despite that, some have migrated into the city and have kind of uh, started to live amongst humans for a time. Val, in terms of where you came from, you would imagine that your home is far, far away. And I'll let you come up with the name of whatever city you want that to be called whenever you feel like it. Sure. Uh, But for now, you know that your home is far away. I'm actually in the process of Googling uh, cool names. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, you can call it whatever you want, uh, to be honest. You don't have to go with sure. some authentic Tolkien-esque uh, name. You can call it Raven's Crest if you wanted to. I don't care. Chill Town. <laughs> Chill Town. How's, how's Bob's Ely- home. How's Elysium go? Like Elys- like uh, like Elysium is actually the afterlife of the Greeks, so I don't know if you want to. <laughs> Bark and oh. Meyer. I don't know. That okay. one's been taken. What else? Uh, Okay, that's one of the one of the levels of the afterlife yeah. of the Greeks. Okay, me, okay, I'll, 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 think about I'll think of something cool. I, n- well, that's a different kind of afterlife. They kind of have the good afterlife in the red. But it doesn't matter. Um, it matters. <laughs> it doesn't matter in in Renlin. So your town is pretty far away. It was fifty years of wandering, after all. So it's not like you're just going to spend a week on the road and find it. Uh, unless yeah. you're traveling very, very fast over very, very far distances. Maybe if we take horses. <laughs> or I've just been wandering in circles for the last 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's right over there. <laughs> home, 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 home is actually like 20 kilometers away, but I've just lost in the same woods. <laughs> just, 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 over, just over the hill. <laughs> but you do know that right before you came to Renlin, there were elves in the woods outside of Renlin, and there yeah. were some that had kind of made I wouldn't call them huts, but like little shacks, hamlets, I suppose. Encampments is a good way to describe it. You have no way of knowing whether they're still there because they didn't look like they're going to live there forever. They seemed a lot more permanent, like yourself, transient. Yeah. 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 
but you don't know, as you mentioned before, or as you tried to roll before, you don't know of any like secret temples that are just outside temples of the town where all the elves or... might go. Let's yeah. just go to the woods. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I think obviously we need to find the elves. Obviously, all the elves. That's a lot of elves. How far away is the forested area from the city? Not far. Not uh, far. There's about a uh, hundred foot clearing between the walls of Renlin and where unencamped areas are. There are certainly some houses that have been built outside of Renlin that kind of extend into those areas, but it becomes forest very quickly. Renlin, in addition to being like on the coastline, it is surrounded by a forest at its back. Sure. Yeah. So you're able to kind of start exploring that area if you were to so choose. Let's go snag a couple horses. Daylight's dying. I like that horsey idea. Yeah, I like that too. Well, actually, Val doesn't know how to ride a horse, so. You just become one. You could one. just be a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have have Giovanni ride you. <laughs> that would be really cool because, like, you take a jump and then transform midair and you both get a leaping strike. I don't know. It's cinematic, but it looks <laughs> yeah. phenomenal. I'd like to dream that our fan fiction has, uh, there's fan fiction about that somewhere. <laughs> All right. So, what are you guys doing? Getting some horses and riding out. Riding out, yeah. Ride some horses. Okay, so that's we're gonna go. We're gonna go find the elves. Yeah, I mean, do yeah. you have any other options? I honestly don't. All right. Uh, what's the closest uh, stable or even? Are there any horses just tied up outside that we can borrow? Liberate. Um. <laughs> Liberate. As, yes. Uh, as city guardsmen, you you would know. We can uh, a requisition. <laughs> requisition. That's, that's, that's right. Oh yeah, no. Uh, uh, any horses nearby that we recently had to give a parking violation to? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's none. But you do know from your experience that you have given parking uh, violations to horses in Renland before, because uh, you're usually supposed to stable them when you mm-hmm. enter the city. Uh, there are occasionally carts that are pulled by mules and horses alike uh, at times. But uh, there's you need a permit it's not for like those. a. Uh, yeah, you need a permit for those, first of all. And also, it's not like there's like a racing track here in town. Mm-hmm. So you don't see a lot of racing horses. But you do know that there are some stables just as you are leaving town, which is typically where people will park and store their horses. And there are some, of course, stables on the outside of town, various farms and things like that. Okay, let's make our way there. And Val, that actually might be an easy way for us to get you in with the other elves is if you're already a horse, they won't know it's you. Uh, you know what would really get him in with the other elves? Him being an elf. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play the elf card here. Well, we don't know uh, if they like him or not. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know if they like him or not? <laughs> I'm, out of tra- I'm out of transforms too, so. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's go grab some horses and ride into the bush. Okay. Uh, so the four of you start making your way to the north gate of Renlin, passing through the busy streets, bustling crowds, suspiciously empty of any elves in sight. And you make your way to the stables on your way into the forest into the forest into the forest thank you everyone for listening to our podcast If you're interested in hearing more about us, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, or Patreon as Late and Legends. A special thanks to our patrons this week, Al, Aaron, DJ Seath, Ethan, Jason, and Paula. If you're like these very special people and want to support our podcast, 
join us over on Patreon. We'd love your help. With that, we'll see you next week. Yeah.